0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: General Quarters, Security Condition 3.
0: GQ, Security 3, sir. General Quarters 3, Intruder Alert. GQ3, Intruder
1: Alert. Good evening, everyone, and welcome once again to Madame Perry salon, the podcast in a virtual genie bottle. And I am your host. Groove Mistress and Spiritual Advisor, Madam Perry, but well, you can call me Jennifer or Jen, and I am happy to have you here and to be here with you. You know, this keeps getting to be um, more fun. We've got so many great guests that have been on and so many cool guests coming. You know, last week we had Chrissy Raz, a drummer in L.A., and uh, she's going to come back soon with the rest of her band or bands. uh, She's in a band called Cougars, uh, one called Totally Go Go, which is a go-go tribute band. One is called Fem Halen, a Van Halen tribute band. And let me tell you, if you were here last week, and I think uh, we went out and played a little bit of the Fem Halen. Wow. These ladies aren't joking. They are legit. They are just magnificent they've got the sound the move the energy the david lee ross squeal everything they've got it going on and they are just astounding and if they don't move you you, you're not alive you know so um anyway i look forward to having them back very soon and also coming up soon in a couple of weeks let's see who have we got um well you know what mitch levy mitchell levy he's a um publisher. He's a business advisor. He's called the Aha Guy. He's going to be on December 10th. He was on about this time last year. He'll be back on. Then Rod Pyle, who works for the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory and has several books out of space. And uh, so Rod Pyle is going to be on. And I'm especially excited about that because, you know, I've always been interested in, in space exploration. And last night I attended a dinner um It's my third year attending this event. Several groups come together, but the main groups that sponsor it are um, Society of Satellite and Space, or Society of Space and Satellite Professionals, also Audio Engineering Society, and several other groups that have to do with either broadcast or space exploration or film and video. But they have a big Christmas party or holiday party every year, and um, just being around people who have worked in the industry for so long and just that kind of uh, just the stuff that they work with, the the creativity and just, I don't know, that just gives me a lot of uh, energy and inspiration. I don't know about you, but when I'm around uh, a place where I feel like people are creative and have something going on, something that they're working toward, it, it just gives me, I just do feel a physical boost as well as... Um, as it gets my own, you know, mind going, like, you know, just a little kind of energized. So, so yes, I'm definitely excited about that. Then next week on December 17th, we have August McLaughlin. And if you don't know her, go check out her Ted talk. Uh, She was a former model and she may still model. She's a musician, fashion model. Uh, She modeled, she's from the States from the Midwest, but she modeled in Paris. One time, she's a writer about women's health and sexuality. She has a couple of books, but her most recent is called Girl Boner. Yeah, you heard that right b-o-n-e-r girl boner she has a podcast by the same name also extremely popular and i am so psyched to have august mclaughlin coming here to madame perry salon on december 17th so yeah stuff is getting more and more fun every day now tonight is uh, i think the third or is it the fourth week of talk about it tuesday that is where um tuesday night i don't have a specific guest you call in and tell me what you want to talk about what's on your mind uh, we've had a lot of fun, folks calling in, especially the first one with Marilyn Opitz, uh, my favorite makeup artist from Biba Girl Beauty, and uh, my friend Alan Brasington, who is oh, uh, well, he owns a marketing firm and he's also uh, a comic and just a, he's a fabulous host too. Um, and yeah, and also Peter G. Peter G. An animator friend of mine, who is uh, just He's it, it, just a well, All those people are just a party in themselves, and that was fun. So tonight, you tell me what you want to talk about. Now, I've got some new music tonight, too. You know, I've always got something. Uh, I love finding new music, musicians I haven't heard of. Um, you know, I used to be kind of a snob and only listen to certain things. And then once I started sh- checking out other musicians, I thought, what kind of a knucklehead have I been? Look what I've been missing. So I love finding new music Good new music and bringing it to you uh, tonight. I'm going to be playing some brand new music from Joe Simons and the Loving Kind. There's some rockers out of uh, Liverpool, and they've uh, these guys are quite on the go. They're on um, radio a lot in England and uh, Europe, and they're going to be touring over here. They've uh, been under the um, taken under the wing of uh, one of those Gallagher boys from Oasis, and that's been helping them a lot and uh, getting them on the road more. Also, a guy that he's not new to the scene, he's not new to performing and writing, but he's new to me. His name is Todd Barrow. He's from Texas, right here in my beloved USA, and uh, he's a country artist, and he is dynamite. So, uh, And he's getting a lot of attention too. He's been on some great morning shows, uh, TV morning shows, as well as on uh, touring, and his and his music is being played by several stations, terrestrial, as well as satellite stations. So I'm going to be playing something from uh, Todd Barrow. And you know what? It gets even better. I may have Todd Barrow in the studio here in just a little bit to uh, talk to us. And that's pretty cool as well. So if you've got something you want to talk about, the number is 646 716 Two, two. That's 646-716-9922. You know, a lot of people are um, getting all ready for the holidays. You've been through Thanksgiving and the coming up are things like Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. And then, of course, after that is New Year's and people having parties. Um, I hear a lot of, This the time of year when you hear a lot of advertising for not just for gifts, you know, what to buy, what to get. And then people start, then you see advertising or you hear it for, um, hey, do you have guests coming over for holidays? Well, time to get some new blinds or new drapes or new carpets. So you have to practically uh, redecorate or remodel your house to get ready. And I understand that. But it's like this, no wonder uh, people feel under so much pressure, this pressure to buy, to give and then pressure to get your house up to a certain standard if you're going to entertain, and then not to mention the food you're going to cook and buy. And uh, there's a lot of work, and a lot of people really get into the spirit of decorating and cooking and having family and friends together, which is wonderful, and that's that's such a joy. However, it's also good just to have some quiet times and help some people out. I've been... Um, Uh, I had to spend some time lately, well, not personally, I mean, not as a patient, but in a hospital and uh, nursing home, rehab facilities, visiting some people. And um, Sunday, I was at one, and some school kids came in and went through and did Christmas caroling. By school kids, I mean, they were probably, I don't know, maybe around, you know, 10, maybe 8, 10, 12 years old, went around And I know that the people who were there really enjoyed it and think about the people who were stuck in somewhere. So, yeah, if you got something, you don't have to be the very best in your field. But you got a little something you can do, tell a story or sing a song or just go around and and, uh, uh, bring a little entertainment to people in in a hospital or nursing home or assisted living or something like that. They love it. They're happy to see you. It's an appreciative audience. And, uh, yes, it's definitely one of those things where you do feel you got something back right in here, right in your heart. It gives you a a boost, too. So, anything you want to talk about, 646-716-9922. And, of course, sometimes there are people who have a question or a comment, and they can't talk about it. So, what they'll do is... They'll uh, just send me a message through Facebook for either through the Madam Perry Salon page or on Jennifer Mott at Perry page. Yeah, do that too. Just send me a message that uh, about what your question is. You know, whether you uh, your phone's not working or you're at work and can't make a phone call or something, just go ahead and message it in and uh, look forward to that. So... I think right now, while you're thinking what you want to talk about, thinking, that I'd like to go ahead and play some new music by Joe Symes and the Loving Kind. You know, I've been playing their music for about three years on this show, and I am just so proud of how their career just keeps on going and keeps on going. So, and I think they're going to be in the States. They're going to be in the States next year in uh, 2019. They're going to be in the U.S., and uh, that will be fun. So here's one from their new album, and this is called Turn Me On, Turn Me Out Tonight. Let me
0: tell you about the things I'm going to
1: Joe Simes and the Loving Kind. Turn me on, turn me out tonight. Yeah, baby. Oh, I just love those guys. And um, is there, maybe you have some books, some authors, some artists, uh, musicians whom I have not heard of yet that you'd like to, uh, that you think should be on Madam Perry's Salon. You can always let me know. You can message me or call me. And another thing I think people are talking about right now, it's cold. Well, kind of cold. I don't know. I'm in, the, I'm in the South where, you know, it could be, we could think we're going to freeze to death one day, and then we could be in, you know, T-shirts a couple of days later. But it's cold. Um, it feels like winter's finally upon us. So what do you do? Do you have some favorite winter sports that you're into that you follow? Or that you enjoy I don't know that you just enjoy uh playing with me, my winter sports are about the same as my summer sports, which is playing frisbee and tennis ball with the dogs, and uh yeah, that's gonna keep me busy for a long <laughs> for a long time. Especially with my younger dog, Tybee. He's got more energy than I can handle my age. But um, but that's my boy. So um, what kind of showbiz news is everyone interested in? I know that there was uh, the wedding of Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. That was just obviously stunning. The bride, of course, is gorgeous anyway, but the... Uh, something about you know, the Indian weddings, they just seem so resplendent with color and tradition, the way everyone dresses and everyone gets involved. It's so exciting. Um, Priyanka's dresses were just absolutely stunning and uh, that would have been fun to be at. I'm sure the food was fabulous. Now, Another thing that people often ask me about, too, is um, there's a lot of authors that come on the show and a lot of authors that I interact with on um, social media. And many people know that my profession is I own a a publicity firm, and I specialize in entertainment publicity. And by that, I usually mean, you know, mostly authors their books, uh, musicians, and interestingly enough, uh, a lot of people ask me or they'll complain or they'll, you know, not really complain, but they'll be very upset saying, well, I wrote a book and nobody's bought it. You know, what am I going to do? Nobody wants my book and they get all depressed. You know, and then I ask them, well, what have you done to promote your book? Well, I wrote a book, and I told some people about it. But the thing is, think about all the books that you've bought, and think about why you bought them and it's because you either knew you already liked the author or some or you found out about them somehow and I tell them, you know people can't buy your book until they know about it and then I had one woman, actually, she was a tax preparer, and she said, Well, my husband wrote a book. Sometimes he's on a podcast, and after the podcast is over, we check to see how many books he sold. And go, well, you know, people don't always buy the book right away. Maybe they just write it down, make a note of it, so that next time they're shopping or getting ready to order books online, they'll remember. Now, sometimes I've been, I'm down the road or traveling, maybe for, um, maybe to go see my clients for events that I've set up in other states. Or sometimes if I'm speaking at an event somewhere else and uh, during my travel I'll listen to the radio and I'll listen to interviews uh, of authors or I read magazines or I watch television and, you know, just the way you normally discover something new. And so I'll listen to, maybe I'm driving across I don't know, Louisiana or somewhere, or Mississippi. And I'll hear an interview of an author. And there's a couple of times when I've just been enchanted by the author and the whole stories they tell and about their books. And so I know I'm going to get the book, but of course I can't get it until I get to a stopping place or sometime later. Uh, two of these were the uh, guy who, uh, Stephen Tobolowski. And his book, Dangerous Animals Club. And if you don't know Stephen Tobolowski, the actor, everyone I think has seen the movie Hog Day. And he played Ned, the insurance guy, on Groundhog Day. And that is, uh, and so the book, Dangerous Animals Club, starts off, the club is something he and his friends have when they're about nine years old or 10 years old and they've got a mission to collect all every dangerous animal they can come up with whether it's a tarantula you know snake or whatever they've got to you know somehow find and trap and collect these dangerous animals and uh it's hilarious and then it goes on beyond that until you know as, as he's growing up and other hilarious adventures um and but then of course you know maybe you can't always get on the radio To be heard, but you know, there's lots of. uh, I mean, I mean, terrestrial radio, but there are a lot of uh, podcasts, a lot of satellite radio, and places where uh, you can get booked on as uh, a guest and talk about your work, about your book, or about your music, and you can also uh, you also have to submit your books to magazines or newspapers or reviewers so they can review them or or bloggers to uh and bloggers to write about them or review them and that's how people you know that's just some of the ways that people find out about you so you can't just write a book and then expect people to line up and tell them you know you've got to get out there and you've got to take your book to the people you got to let them find out about it if they're going to buy it and of course, one way is if you hire a publicist, a person like me, that's one thing I do for clients. Um, you know, I, I get them interviews on the radio, on television, in uh, newspapers and magazines and so forth. Or I get them personal events booked, like book, I don't like to say book signings, I like to say author events because we make them very um, interesting to draw people. To the table, you can't sit behind a chair with a stack of books. I'm sitting on a chair behind a table with a stack of books, and expect people to line up and say, "Oh, you wrote a book? Oh, please let me buy it." You got to give them a reason to get excited and come on and do it. But I also have a book, you know, uh, "Sell Your Books today where I teach you how to do it yourself. But I'm always happy though if you ever want to call up and ask questions, I am happy to let you know how to do it yourself because if you've taken all the time and work to to write a book or to create music if you're a musician and you write music you perform it you record it you you work on it you woodshed it you perfect it you want people to know and they you know they can't buy it again or come to see you if they don't know about it so that's a lot of work and you should be proud of your work and you certainly deserve uh you certainly deserve to feel proud of yourself and let people know about it so get out there be proud of your work show it to people now another new musician i was fine as i said before you know i am loving the fact that i've quit being a snob about music and learning all kinds of new musicians and music that i never would have thought i'd like and i'm crazy about them now and it's uh it gives me new music to work out to to get up and and uh and listen to when I'm working. And I like pretty much every kind of music. Okay, like gangster rap, not so much. But I like a lot of other kinds of music. And, and okay, sometimes opera can be a little hard for me to grab onto. But still, I like a lot of music. And I've got another new person. Well, he's not new. A lot of people know this guy. He has a lot of fans, and he's out there working hard. And, uh his career is definitely on the rise, but I'm bringing him to Madame Perry's salon for the first time, and I am so excited. This guy is a Texan. I had a lot of cousins in Texas, and uh, I have went uh, out there wants to set up an event for a client uh, in Austin, and... Uh, there's just something, there's a different kind of magic. There's a different kind of place about Texas. It has its own excitement and energy and creativity. So I want to bring in musician and right here inside the genie bottle. And I hope he'll come in, sit down, make himself comfortable. So I can introduce you to Todd Barrow. Todd, welcome to Madam Perry's salon.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here.
1: I am delighted to have you here. And, uh, This is just uh, getting to listen to your music and and read about you and learn about you is very exciting. Um, How long have you been playing?
2: You know, I started when I was five years old, um, starting to deal with music, uh, basically on the piano. And uh, my mother had a big influence in my life, singing around the house, cleaning the house, singing, and uh, they were very musical people. And. Of course, we started with vinyl records, you know, and would hear it every, almost every evening, playing something, and uh, (laughs) it just got me excited, got me excited about music.
1: You know, I'm going to say right there, you were raised right, (laughs) because, because, and I say that because I have noticed, um, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, and... I know that there are a lot of places where people can hear live music, or people whose, uh, especially kids whose families have either play music or they just have friends that play, or who just love going to hear live music, and the kids grow up with that being a normal thing to go out and hear bands or go to festivals or, you know, outdoor shows and stuff, and um, and I think one of the values of that, Todd, in my opinion, is that these kids to learn to realize that good music and music you enjoy is not necessarily just what you hear on the radio and see on TV.
2: I, I agree with that, yes, absolutely.
1: Because I remember having a friend uh, years ago that I worked with, and she said um, she was talking about the singer, I'm sure you've heard, Eva Cassidy. And she was saying, mm-hmm. "I can't believe I know I've probably seen her several times playing in, in Decatur, Georgia, but I I can't believe I saw her and didn't buy an album." I said, "Well, you know, you believe it or not, you've probably been you've been programmed to think that if they were good, you, they wouldn't be selling them out the trunk, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or if it's on the radio, it must be good. It's on the radio, right. you know.
2: Whereas right. that's right. not
1: necessarily true.
2: That's true." Hey, I agree. Oh my God, I just love talking to you already. <laughs> I feel like we know each other. Like it's like amazing, <laughs> absolutely. You know, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, you,
1: so I make sense to you, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Total. I mean, we're on the same wave wavelength right now. It's it's just <laughs> dynamic.
1: Yeah, and that's why I say to me. It might sound silly, but to me, that's a mark of good parenting is getting your children out to enjoy things. I know as a kid, I think my dad loved country music. My mom was a rocker, but I remember going Mm -hmm. out and seeing, you know, as a kid, they would take me out to see people and see people like at these fairgrounds. I was a kid, but you'd go see Brenda Lee Mm -hmm. or somebody um, Mm -hmm. at the country events. And then my mom would take me like they would be at the grocery store at the local shopping center. Somebody would just set up a bandstand, there'd be some bands doing, you know, covers of sixty music there, so my mother would drag us all there. And <laughs> uh, and but then now so many people uh write their own music. So people some kids are hearing, you know, uh indie artists and uh, mm-hmm. not just right. not just, you know, cover bands, but they're hearing uh original music coming from different places. And I think I was just wondering at the other day, I see so many younger people I'll find on YouTube that are playing different instruments and writing the music and looping and I keep thinking, where did this, phenom-? this is fantastic. This whole phenomena of it.
2: You know, I, I, I think a lot of uh, this generation are hungry for a different um, heartfelt sound. You know, I, I listened to the, you know, Bob Seger, you know, uh, mm-hmm. take the, take the Rutgers off the shelf, you know, yeah. Um, t- today's music ain't got the same soul, you know. And and I think they're searching for something that's going to to really um, satisfy that hunger or something, or that thirst or something inside of them, you know. In music, and and uh, we as artists have to give that to them. We have to to give better music to to our generation. Absolutely.
1: I really. I really like what you just said. That really resonates with me. Yes, they're looking for something different, something more more heartfelt. Bob Seger, yes, he said it right. And um, he got the same soul. And I think even Todd Rungren had a song called uh, Soul Brother where he said about how people will get up. And um, the song talks about how people nowadays get up and maybe they'll wave their hands in the air they'll squeal or they'll grab their crotch mm-hmm. and he said you know <laughs> but but that's and he goes oh right. does that make their mom and daddy proud you know and then he says uh but they they put all these sounds mix them in a bowl but they forgot to add a bit of soul you know whatever you happened go. to the soul
2: <laughs> it, it's so true and i try i preach this everywhere i go every interview i do you know whenever i'm asked about you know where's music headed and it it just astonishes me that we've settled for such sappy, you know, bumble, bubble bubblegum music that mm-hmm. is just marketing, you know, for people to buy stuff, but it never really resonates within that person's life or gives them anything to to go off from and and give them direction and it it just drives me nuts. I just got to tell you. Is
1: that
2: my heartbeat? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go
1: ahead. It's, no, it's 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 beautiful, but um, but yeah. Now you, like I said, I've watched, learned some things about your career after I listened to your music, and um, of course, you're doing some pretty high profile stuff. I mean, to be on, you were on um, morning show there in Texas. I forget the name right. of it now.
2: Good morning, and Texas. With Good Morning Texas, uh, yes.
1: yes. Because mm-hmm. I know whenever I've booked cl- uh, clients on a morning show on a major affiliate like like a Good Morning Texas, you know I tell them now, listen, this is a big deal. People watch this, people notice mm-hmm. this, and the people who create the show, you know, if you if they like you and you do well, they'll certainly have you back and recommend you to other people. You know, so Absolutely. that's that's a good cool thing to be on. But now, tell me about. Um, with country music, tell me what do you see as the evolution or changes in country music today as first, as opposed to uh, before now the previous
2: Yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, and I talk to you know all kinds of people in the business daily uh, engineers, publicists, producers, musicians, record labels. I mean you name it, they're searching. I'm going to tell you right now they're searching, and my heartbeat or the feeling that I have is, and I've been trying to tell these these uh, so-called powers that be, you know that that the true heart of country music is getting back to the basics. It's getting back to where uh, you know artists like Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash and you know uh, even back to the to the blues and and rock of, of Elvis Presley. That they, they gave what they had because they wanted to give it. There was something there that, that was special. There was a dynamic. There was a, there was a connection. And today's music, I feel, is just not, it just doesn't have that. It's just so populated and trying to, you know, with the analytics and trying to move the needle a little bit, but yet not reaching the people. You know, people that that want to hear good music, people that want to be touched, people that want to be, you know, they want to be right there with you and go, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. That story, that means something to me. That touches me. It's my, and so that's where I'm trying to bring things back to, um, with this battle going on in in, in Nashville and Texas, and uh, it's it's just it's just insane, um, to try to bridge the gap. But I'm trying to do that.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Never reminds me of what else I want to ask you. But yeah, but talking about the song, the songs had stories, they had meaning. They, um, to me, when, and actually, I never realized this until, and this was maybe, I don't know, a long, just probably could have been 20 years ago. I remember hearing an interview on, if you've ever listened to Terry Gross on NPR's Fresh Air, and she was interviewing Merle Haggard.
2: Mm hmm. And go. she's
1: talking about the song, um you know she's talking about the just the depth and beauty and feeling the pain and pain and the beauty in the lyrics of the song mm-hmm. if we make it through December, yeah, wow, yeah, and I had never yeah. ever paid attention uh to to his lyrics before, you know. And then when she, but hearing her interview him and talk about that, and you realize what the song is about, you know, and, and the struggles that people go through, I thought that that's just the heart and soul of of just emotion and what people are working toward, and and what challenges they go mm-hmm. through, and that made me mm-hmm. step back and start listening uh, to Merle a lot more. It's, oh, he's he's amazing.
2: Yes, Merle Haggard is, is is iconic. Absolutely, one of the best. Absolutely love him
1: Now, when when you think about well you're talking about the difference between you know Nashville and Texas, is there a big difference in in their contribution to country music or see or, or uh maybe how they approach it
2: <clears throat> there is right right now um most of Texas music is geared towards red you call we call it red dirt music um which is just a really it's back to the days of of outlaw country going back to um you know music that's you know ready to bring a different presence and and bring a different identity to what's happening in in, in real life and a lot of Nashville stuff is geared towards more pop, you know, more mainstream, more you know getting you to the the place of maybe uh i want to say lady gaga kind of kind of thing a flare um but in texas they're they're wanting to they're wanting to cut back from that they want to they want to kind of you know refrain from that and be more uh people oriented down you know getting down to the 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 town you live in What's happening in that town? You know, what's uh, what's Sue Ellen doing these days? What's Bob doing these days? What's you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. There's more of a there's more of a real people kind of connection to happen, which I love. But I I understand Nashville's point of view too as as well, and I didn't, I get calls from from labels and stuff and saying hey, what do you think about this? And you know, can you send us some some of your material? Can we can we kind of uh, process some of it, maybe make it commercial? Um, you know, it, there's just this real battle going on, a real struggle. And people try to, I want to say people, but executives and people in positions of publicity want to put you in a category, and that's what you are. You know, they, they don't want to say, uh-huh. uh, you know, yes or no they 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 want to put you in a category and they'll say that's what that is and yeah we can use that we can you know make a Nike commercial out of it or something you know
0: I, <laughs> and, and it's, it's
2: it's insane and and I just keep trying to come back to these people and I'm like can't we just make good music can't we just make good country music that people love and are attracted to and 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 go from there, and just and and keep moving on. But oh, it, it's 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 a very very intense. Um, I would say walking the line, and um, there's a lot of radio stations. They won't play your stuff, you know. If you're not Nashville, they won't play it. You know, if you're not Texas, they won't play it. It's it, it's it's crazy.
1: It isn't it weird how how prejudice tends to go. In so many different areas. I mean, so many different ways. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Even even though we're supposed to be more enlightened today, people will still do that all I don't know, not from there or um right.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're you know, and, and of course you deal with if you deal with Europe, that's a whole other ball game. You know, dealing with New Zealand and Australia and and the UK and uh there there's all kinds of different uh uh navig- navigating through through waters that you <laughs> you have to go to and if and if you don't have friends you know that'll go you know what i like that i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to play that i'm going to direct people to it which thank god i have good friends all over the world that are just they're tired of it and they're just like you your music sounds great i'm playing it you know <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> well, it's interesting.
1: Well, I'm impressed with with your music, but also your career and and too. Uh, uh, by the way, this would be a very good time to tell people your website and how to find it.
2: Okay, great. Yes, um, it's um, uh, toddbarrowmusic.com. If you go to uh, that's my website, toddbarrowmusic.com, you can find uh, all the information in my biography and. Uh, Where I'll be playing next And my music's available as well Thank you so much
1: And also for people who listen Let you know this too I will find if If you're listening And you don't have a chance Or don't have any way To write this down at the moment I will have On all of my social media For Madam Perry And on Jen Perry Or Perry Jen On Twitter Both accounts As well as Facebook And everywhere I will make sure To give you all of uh Todd Barrow's social media, his website address, his Twitter, everything I can grab hold of it says Todd Barrow and how to hear him or or find out more about him. I will definitely be sharing it on right. all of my social media, so don't worry if you can't write it down right now. you know I'll have it out there for you. Tell me some of the most uh you know you're such a hard working artist and and from what i'm from what I'm reading and seeing you're also a rather your career is getting more and more exciting, and you're a very well-respected musician by your peers as well as your fans. What have been some of the biggest highlights in your career?
2: Well, you know, one of the things that um, that really got me started, and I have to get credit to my, my close friend, Sonny Burgess, who is uh, an incredible artist. And uh, he's, he's achieved so many goals uh, in the country music business. Works closely with Charlie Pride, and he helped me understand the business. Uh, we met um, about a year ago, and and started uh, talking about you know where I should be and, and things that I could do to improve. And um, he's helped me in so many ways. And um, we were honored by the Ronald McDonald House. Uh, of Fort Worth, Texas, to write a song that would sponsor their organization and Ron McDonald's ch- charities, and we wrote a song together called The House That Love Built. They brought in a, a producer from ABC. They, 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 they filmed it. Um, we recorded in a studio where Jewel records um, to do the whole – all the tracks and everything, but that that was a turning point in my life because and such a humble guy and the the thing that he Mm -hmm. taught me to was this he said be humble be humble he said number one he said have fun and enjoy what you're doing he said if you do those things you'll you'll be okay he said if you start to veer off that you're going to be in trouble and um but I, i i'm so thankful for for my my good buddy sonny burgess he's he's a treasure in my life and uh amazing artist amazing amazing country
0: Mm -hmm.
2: country um icon who's worked with the best in the business and just been somebody i can go to and and say hey i'm having trouble can you help me and 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 i think that that a lot of artists don't they're not willing to do that i think they they think that if i if i ask for help that's going to make me weak but that's Mm -hmm. not true it's not true um, it's only going to make you stronger, and if that could say anything to artists, please find you a mentor, find somebody who knows what they're doing and where they're headed, that can help you along the way. But uh, that changed my life, changed my changed my whole whole career in in music, and, uh, sounds, and I'm just so thankful.
1: Yeah, it sounds like Sonny though was passing down what he got because, you know, he was he his career got going more after um, his. He got advice from record producer Sam Phillips
2: Right Yep
1: And right. Uh, so it was like he had You know he had a mentor And then he just believed in passing it Down to, to The next generations And Which is uh, to me the, That's the remark of a person of, of Excellent substance
2: Yep absolutely He is Just salt of the earth Give you the shirt off his back You know and and we're just good old boys, you know. We're just good old boys that with good hearts that want to do good that but want to bring bring the best that we can in the in the industry. Absolutely.
1: And You mentioned something about the uh, uh, writing a song about the for or for the Ronald McDonald House. Is that I've read that that's a charity that um, which is which is very dear to you that you work for or support. Can you tell us about that, we, if you would?
2: Yeah, the Ronald McDonald House, um, of course, they're they're all over the uh, United States, and they're in Europe as well. And um, I had learned about this organization uh, because there were kids that were needing to stay in hospitals. There were hospitalized children that had illnesses, parents. Didn't have the the money or the means to to stay anywhere near where the the hospital was and um they needed support they need they needed people that could gather around them and and give them a place to live place to eat place to you know just just really um showing a lot of love and 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 support for for these families in need helping families in need so I thought you know what what would be a better organization to get involved with
0: mm-hmm. you know what
2: what better what better purpose in life than to give back and that's what Sonny and I would talk about we would we'd have some meetings with all these people and and um we we'd be walking together and we, he he'd be like you know you know artists should be giving back with what they have they should they they need to support um things going on that are they're for a good cause and I said, I absolutely agree with you. And um that opened up this opportunity to 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 get involved with this organization and which I'm just blown away by. And so every time I'm in a McDonald's, you know, and I see that little thing it says, Well McDonald Charities, man, I'm giving to it, you know. And um the but but writing the song was a was was a process. We took we took uh, words from staff members, from families, from kids. We put it all together and made it a song. Um it became so in, important that they wanted to do a video and, and and broadcast it and make it aware. There's country stations that play it, still play it. Um and say, you know, let's support the Ronald McDonald House. So I I love it. It's it's one of my favorite charities to get to give back to for families and kids.
1: I like that too. I like uh, uh I just said too. You're, uh if you're listening, the Twitter is Barrow Todd, uh Instagram is is uh Todd Wayne Barrow and I love this Facebook Cowboy Rock and Roll. I like it. <laughs> Well, this is of rock had, and roll on me. I know I've probably kept you a lot longer than um, than I was supposed to. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I know,
2: not. Anytime. Okay. Anytime.
1: And I know you've got a lot of things to do, but I just want to say, ask you, uh, I want to ask you a question. Todd, are you ready? Uh huh. Go ahead. Okay. All right. You know, we're getting to the end of the year, and. Um, Maybe sometime after the new year, when you've got time, I would love to just have you come back and just uh, just devote an entire show to you and your music. Would would you would you do that?
2: I sure would. Yes.
1: Yay! You You set it up. We'll do it. (laughs) Okay. Great. Great. (laughs) I'll be in touch with your people. And, uh, okay. great. i just like to have a show just all to you because I, um uh, knowing your music and reading about you and checking out your site and getting to know you is one thing. And then talking to you in person. Um, yeah, definitely want you on here. Well, uh, Todd Barrow's new album is called is Texas Country Nation. Uh-huh. Yep. That's it. And, uh, Texas Country Nation. Todd, I'm, I'm going to, pardon me?
2: Yes. Texas Country Nation. That's right. You got it.
1: All Absolutely. right. And uh so Todd, I'm, i I think I, like I said, I think I kept you a lot longer than I told you I would. I kinda kept you in some O T here, but I just really enjoyed talking <laughs> with you. So you you guys I enjoy come talking back. to you. Oh god, okay.
2: thank a, you. I sure will. It's a great show. And so come I love,
1: back. It. love to have you I here sure and uh so i so having
0: be
1: I'm gonna say goodbye to Todd. And then I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. And uh just this is, and and then I'm gonna say, Todd, thanks. I think you're fantastic and um really enjoy you. I think you're bringing something very exciting and fresh and um uh, and genuine to the music scene and uh look forward to more work from you, more music. I look forward to uh having you back and um so I'm gonna say goodbye, but folks I'm gonna be playing Next up is Todd's song, Just Like Whiskey, from Texas Country Nation. Todd, we love you. Good night.
2: Good night. Thank you. Bye bye.
1: Thank you. All right, folks.
0: Every guy's head spins when you walk in, looking around this bar like you lost something. Can't see you're looking for me. I smile and shake my head, but don't say nothing Don't say nothing When your brown eyes lock on mine, they'll see the truth You and me are strong as moonshine, and your kiss is the proof You're like a shot of top shelf And that calms my mind. feet can't feel the ground, You no, I stay stoned on your love, you always get to me, just like with me, sitting right here with you in this corner blue, I'm lost in your red lips and the words they're saying. my mind, takes me back in time We were in our teens and found a love worth making, love worth making. Just as you and me, Johnny Walker and a million stars Those nights were full of the good stuff That's what you are You're like a son of a cop and that calms my mind your smile outshines the brightest neon light And I go numb from your warm touch Till my feet can't feel the ground You no, I stay stoned on your love You always get to me It cuts the edge off a long days. Your love tasted my care You're like a shot at top Jumper that calms my mind Your sweet smile outshines the brightest neon light And I go numb from your warm touch Till my feet can't feel the ground You no, I stay stoned on your love You always kiss me Now I stay stoned on your love Girl you still get to me like